Welcome back to The Fadeaway with Deion Thomas and Eric Schmidt. The NBA and college seasons are coming up soon, but there's a large crop of ballers getting ready to head to camps in cities overseas. Deion, you remember what that was like? I I sure do. 14 years of it. (laughs) (laughs) And one of those guys is going into his first year of that. Our guy, Leron Black, last season's leading scorer for the Illini, who's leaving the U of I with a season of eligibility left, but with a degree in hand. And I would say a fair the amount of perspective, important. a fair amount of perspective for the next steps in his life. Uh, I had a chance to talk to Leron a bit last week at Nick Lappin's golf outing, which raises scholarship money for students studying in recreation, sport, and tourism. It's a great event, by the way, mm-hmm. for Illini fans and friends. Well, Leron, you were thrown to the wolves that day. That was your first time ever golfing. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you, he did great. Yeah, got a, he got to appreciate how hard it is to hit a ball that's not moving, though. Hope you had fun, Leron. <laughs> Oh yeah, I had a good time, man. But yeah, a, a few times I, I was getting mad at myself and mad at that little bitty ball. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you what—that was lesson number one in every golfer's game. Hey, thanks for taking some time out of, of really packing to join us today. You're about to take off. Congrats on signing. Uh, you're going to be going to Israel, and I'm sitting next to a guy who's very familiar with that league in that mm-hmm. country. What advice, Dion? Or let me ask you this, Laurent. I'm going to put you in the spot. What advice did Dion share with you about uh, this move? Man, he Because I worked out with him a lot. He was just gave me the advice to stay focused and stay in the gym as much as I can. Which, I mean, that's probably the best advice you can get going to play um, in Israel. So uh, I appreciate him helping me out this summer and giving me that good advice. Well, no, trust me, the, the, I, I appreciate you. I mean, because you had to put your trust in me in order to come, you know, and, and as we said, as, as D. Brown said earlier, come in the lab, you know. <laughs> so I appreciate you, you know, you coming in and, and, and giving me an opportunity to work out for you. But, hey, that's exactly what I told him because Israel's a beautiful place. I mean, unfortunately, you know, it gets a lot of bad reps when you watch the news and things like that. But Israel's a great place, a lot of fun. An, an amazing nightlife with, of course, as you know, my wife is Israeli, so with a lot of beautiful women around. <laughs> um, as I told Ryan that, you know, he's engaged to be married right now, so he's going to run into a lot of people that are not like Americans. They don't wait for you to go to them. They come to you. So the key for him uh, this first year is, like he said, staying focused, uh, staying focused on what's important, and, and that's him taking his game to the to the highest level it can be. And the only way you can do that is by staying on the court, staying in the lab, as D. Brown said, and, and making sure you stay focused. So I, I'm looking for big things from LeBron this year. I know he's going to have a, a great time living there, but I know he, uh, he's going to have a great time on the basketball court as well. Who did you, you know, you had options. You, you went to Memphis's camp. You got some experience there. And you, you, I'm sure, had options to go play professionally overseas. Who did you seek out for advice? How did you come to a decision to play in Israel? Um, I got I, I honestly, my agent helped me out a lot with just different places and choosing which one was the best fit. Uh, um, you know, you, you could Google so much stuff. I on, Online, I looked up every team and every place that uh, wanted to give me an offer. And then I, I talked to Dion a few times also because um, I had some offers in Brazil and different places like that. And uh, Dion was telling me that um, I should wait on signing with a team and just wait out my options. And 
Um, the day I was about to sign a two-year deal in Lithuania is the day that the team in Israel called me. So that was uh, pretty exciting for me because I wasn't – I mean, obviously I was happy I was getting a deal. I just didn't want to do a two-year deal my first year out. So I was, I was real excited when I got that call from uh, Israel. Why not a two-year deal? This is a one-year deal then? Yeah, this is just a one-year deal. Just because it's my first year, I just um, don't want to put a cap on my my second year, you know, mm-hmm. because um, you never know what can happen after the first year. I want to just play well and see my options after that. I didn't want to do a two-year deal right out. Well, I, I can kind of sidebar on this because – the one-year deal is kind of the typical thing that players do. I mean, I myself, and, and this is one of the things that, you know, and I know his agent really well, uh, and, and, of course, talking to LeBron that moving into the next step, because he's going to have a great year this year. Next year, you know, and, I, and this is what I always did. I always did a two-year deal, but with the option, my option, to leave after the first. That way you have security on the back end, but you can also leave once you have a great year, you know, because in Spain, I played there for eight years, but I played for six different teams. And that was because every year I played wet and people wanted to offer me more money. So it gave me a little leverage to be able to leave. LeBron's going to run into a lot of those same situations. Um, I agree with him without not doing a two year because now you're, you know, you're locked in. It's not like here in the United States where, you know, you have a pension that's going to be waiting for you if you play in a country for a certain length of time or this. You, you have a short time to maximize the amount of money that you can make and being able to and locking yourself into a two year deal. You know, some people might think it's a good thing, but it, it's like he said, it would have handicapped him if he was to have a great year. Mm-hmm. Especially for a first year player. Oh, sure. yeah. definitely. Yeah. Definitely. So, Laurent, you had you visited any of these countries or this is going to be your first time to go over there? Oh, Israel. Yeah, this is my first time going to Israel. Uh, we went to Europe. My um, my sophomore year of college, we went to Belgium, France. We did a game in the Netherlands. So I've been to Europe before, and I, I liked it there. But this is going to be my first time in Israel. So I'm excited. How scary is that, though? You said you're excited. Are you all excited? Are you a little anxious? I'd be, I'd be oh, scared I'm, to death. I just want to... <laughs> Yeah, um, definitely. I just want, I'm excited to get over there and play basketball. But as far as being there by myself, I'm terrified. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> well, the great thing about being in Israel, big fella, family. you're not by yourself. Don't worry. I got my family over there. I got <laughs> friends over there. You let me know what you need. I got you covered. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, LB. obviously, I'm gonna, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Miss my family. I'm gonna miss my family and miss my fiance. But uh, I'm excited because I'm glad that majority of them said they come. They gonna come visit. Um, hopefully, I can get my dad out the country for the first time, and uh, my fiance's dad to be his first time leaving the country. Also, you know, and that's one of the beauties of of being able to play overseas. I mean, because you know, you get to now. It, it give your family, you know, meaning your father, your your fiance's dad, and and you know her, you know, some experiences that maybe they would not have had before. You know, being able to see what he's seen and to be able to come over and watch him play there has to be huge, uh, a great feeling 
uh, uh, for Leron. But LB, let's 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 take it back to college a little bit, man. You know, you had a great year last year. Um, I on the radio yelled a whole bunch of times to give you the ball because you, <laughs> you know, it was like money in the bank when you caught that thing, bro. Tell us a little bit about your experience um, last year. Well, at Illinois, but definitely culminating in, in your last season under Coach Underwood. Oh man, it was it was great. I had a great time. We um, obviously we didn't win as many games as we wanted to, but I feel like we all stayed close like throughout the season. Um, like as many ga- close games as we was losing, you you couldn't tell if you came to practice, mm-hmm. just because the energy in the gym was amazing. From Coach Underwood to Coach Orlando, Coach Chin, Coach Fletch, uh, Coach Walk, everybody just trying to help us keep our heads up because so many games we were right there. You know, we weren't too far off. Um. I love all the young players we had. I made a bond with so many people. Throughout my four years, I made great relationships with a lot of people. Um, Last night I had a – well, not last night. During the day I had a little going-away party, and Maverick Morgan and Cameron List came by and spent some time with me and my fiancé and her family. And I talked to Tracy Abrams, Alex Austin, Jalen Tate, I talk to all them guys on the phone all the time, so I, I definitely love my time in Illinois, and obviously I met my future wife there, so that's a blessing. Um, it was a great time. I loved it. So, Leron, you are leaving with, with a year left. Um, walk us through kind of what you had to think about when you were deciding, okay, do I want to come back and be in this college game again, or do I want to go ahead and start my career and again? And I'm going to I'm gonna give my sidebar here that I always tell people that the, the point of college is to get your degree and go get a job, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know if I'm leading you there a little bit. I'm guessing that that's part of it. But I'm, I'm curious to know what you have to think about, who you have to talk to. What's that process? Can you give us a little insight? So I I had not really even considered it a lot, honestly, until after the season, I talked to a couple agents and they were saying that I could definitely play overseas, play professionally and make some money. So I was like, I because that's obviously always been a dream of every basketball player is to play professional basketball one day. So I'm like, man, this this opportunity for me to, live out my dream. I already graduated. I'm still working on my master's. I'm going to be taking classes for my master's while I'm in Israel. So, I mean, it was just, for me, it was so many um, positives for leaving. It was, like I try to tell people, it was nothing against Illinois, nothing against the coaching staff, none of that. I just was ready to start the next step of my life because I had been there for four years. Um... I graduated. I had all the experience I needed there. I just felt like Illinois helped me, helped set me up to be a professional and start working. So I just felt like it was the right move for me. I I was just ready to move on. Well, I'm gonna tell you this, and you'll you'll get this. So I'm I'm glad you said that. You know, this was not a thought in the beginning because <laughs> I, I saw Leron in the hallway. You know, we were down in. I was uh, broadcasting one of the games, and I said, LB, you, you, you coming back? He was like, yeah, Dion, I'm coming back. 
And then, <laughs> and then a little while later, I'm talking to uh, I'm talking to somebody. I said, "Well, you know, LeBron's leaving." I said, "What?" <laughs> I said, "Hold on a minute." He just told me he was coming back. I'm like, "What are you talking about?" But no, I, I understand that, man. Um, you 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 did such great things at that university for the time that you were there. Um, everybody has hiccups, but to watch you grow from the hiccups that you had to where you are now and the young man that you've become and to see, you know, because I think you are a testament to to what college is about and to what growing up is about. You made mistakes earlier, but you stuck to it. You got your degree. You're working on your master's. I, I don't think there are, um, I, don't, I don't think there's anyone that can look down at that. And then the way you led that team last year, because I'll tell you, when I would talk to um Coach Underwood, whether it was on the record or off the record, he constantly said that the leadership that you shown, that you were showing at that time and what you were doing in practice and how you were taking the young guys in and talking to the young guys. And then I witnessed it when I was sitting over there on the sideline. For somebody that had been in the game as long as he has, for him to give you that kind of love um, is a lot. Can you tell a little bit about, and then I have a second question for you, with Mav Morgan, but tell a little bit about what you tried to do and instill in the, you know, Trent Frazier and the other young guys last year. Man, I was just doing what everybody before me did to me. People like Nana, Ray, Ahmad, um, Mav. So many people before me helped me when I was a freshman and helped me as I started to grow up. I said, I have to pass the same thing they gave to me down. So that's what I was doing, just helping them learn the college game, helping them understand different situations. You do different things and trying to make sure they stay focused. Um, because um, my incident, I use it as much as I can to tell people, you know, stay focused, you know what I'm saying, and never get too down on yourself because – Freshmen, they go. You go through a lot as your freshman year. You mm -hmm. hit that wall at some point. You are gonna hit that wall as a freshman, and you got to push through it. That's that's what I was preaching to all of them. You just got to keep pushing through it because your time gonna come. It's just you got to work for it. It's it's not gonna come easy. Coming out of high school, you used to being the man, the go to guy. So you got to get used to a different role. But I always preach to them: just make sure you impact the game some way. Right. It's not always scoring. It's always a way you can impact the game of basketball. And I learned that with my my first two years. I wasn't scoring a lot my first couple of years, but I was impacting the game a lot still. And you were talking about that advice um, that you were hand passing on and that you had gotten advice from uh, players older than you at that time. And you had a bunch of guys over at your going away party here recently. And you mentioned Mav Morgan. Mav is another kid, you know, I shouldn't say kid, young man that I took a liking to uh, while he was there because of the, the, the person he is, the player that he is, uh, came second. But after his first uh, foray overseas, did he give you any advice the other day when he, you know, at your, at your party? Oh, yeah. Me and Mav have been talking a lot. He's been giving me a lot of advice, um, just telling me, you got to find, while you're there, you got to find little things to, like, um, 
keep you entertained because <laughs> <laughs> outside of practicing games, he was saying it's, it's not you don't do a lot. So he was telling me that he found a movie theater. He had him a movie pass. Mm-hmm. They had movies in English. He was like, movies in English overseas is little victories that us Americans love. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, yeah. I can tell you that you you're actually uh, going to a better spot because everything is in English. Everyone yeah. speaks English. Like if you go to the movies, the movies are in English and they're subtitled in Hebrew. You know, on television, yeah. it's in English and it's subtitled in Hebrew. So yeah. y- your situation is a little bit better than well. You don't have to get that <laughs> master's degree in, in a foreign language now. You can you can scrap that plan. You can study something else now. Exactly. <laughs> Where's Mav at? I didn't realize uh, he was playing. Yeah, well, he's going to Lithuania this year. Okay. Um, I, I don't remember where. Where was he last year? He was in Poland in last Poland. year. Oh, yeah, okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, actually, it depends on where you are in yeah, Poland. Yeah, I mean, Warsaw sure. is amazing. Yeah. Whew. But outside of Warsaw, yeah. a little hard well, pressed. Well, again, the language, the language barrier <laughs> yeah, for it's a little sure. Hard country. Yeah, that's interesting. But that's Mav, Mav is a different type of guy. He. He can fit in. You can put Mav anywhere and he'll fit in. Mav loved being over there mm-hmm. just because of the type of person he is. He know how to have a good time. <laughs> well, you know, and that's it. You, you mentioned the advice I gave you. That was one of the things I, I told Laurent. And then one of the things that served me when I was over there is hang out with your teammates. And I'm not just talking about your American teammates. Make sure you, you talk to the general managers, you talk to the coaches, you talk to the fans that are there. Because if you can ingratiate yourself that way, it makes life so much easier. So it's great to hear that Mav um, has that personality. I mean, Laurent, you have that personality. So, yeah. I mean, it'll be good for you, man. I mean, because the people are going to love you because, yeah. you because you're a people person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are you looking forward to most going over there? Oh, playing for sure. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't wait to get in the games, man. I just that's honestly what I'm looking forward to the most is playing the games, uh, getting back in the groove, uh, just playing and practicing every day. Um, people don't understand how much um, how much of a struggle it could be um, once you leave college because you don't have. 24-hour access to a gym no more. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm excited to be able to get back in the gym all day, every day again, just because um, over the summertime, you can't go to the gym at midnight and get up shots when you're not in college no more. Right. So <laughs> looking forward to just getting in the gym. He, LeBron's going to play in a uh, small city. Well, it's, it's a city called Yavne, which is about 20 minutes from Tel Aviv. Um, I mean, you're right. I have a, 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 I have history with that league. They play a great brand of basketball. It's a lot of fun. Coaches are, are relatively, compared to some of the other coaches throughout Europe, are good coaches, and they understand uh, the game. So that's one of the things I wanted to ask you, Leron. Um, have you had an opportunity to speak with anyone from the team, whether it's a coach or general manager, and how do they see you and your role um, when you get there? Oh, yeah. I, I talked to the coach before I signed the contract because that's I wanted to know, Smart you know man. what I mean? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I wanted to know what my role was going to be. And he was saying that they want me to come over there and be a scoring big and put the ball in the hole as much as I can and 
um, just help bring. And then he also asked, he asked, what do I do outside of scoring? Because he know that I can score. He was asking, what else do I bring to a game if I'm not scoring? And I was just saying, I'm going to bring energy just because my love for the game, I love playing, so I'm going to bring that energy every day. So that's what the role they're going to have me playing, just scoring big and just bringing my energy. Well, yeah, you're a solid rebounder too, man. Don't don't leave that mm-hmm. part out. You know, yeah. as, as a score, as a score, they're not gonna require you to play much defense, but you got to be a two way player at times. <laughs> no fouls. You know, a little hands up defense, little Ole defense. <laughs> hey, I got, I got another one for you. I mean, and, and this goes back to being. Um, being a part of the community and and I know you guys did a lot of things at Illinois is that something that you would be interested in doing and getting out there and being a part of the community uh, and I ask because I'm a little I'm, I'm a little uh, biased in this because I have some people over there that I know I would love to introduce you to because I think it'll help you and I know what you've done when you guys were down at Illinois as far as um, uh, being out in the community and things of that nature do you have any um, ideas of, of things that you might want to do from that standpoint or interest that you may have? Oh, yeah. I, w- I would love to do um, anything in the community, especially dealing with kids because um, when I when I was in Illinois for my um, community service I had to do, I had to do 100 hours, and I did it all at an elementary school. I, after my community service was over, I still went to the elementary school and spent hours over there just because I – I found a passion for working with kids and just um, helping them have fun and grow. So I would love to do anything, you know, working with kids or any community service, anything. I love doing that. Good, because they, they, they do a lot of things over there. And unfortunately, not too many of the Americans get out and do a lot of the things. But I'm sure that's something that, you know, not just your team, um, but the community and the people in, at large will will embrace because it's it's necessary. Because a lot of the kids that you'll run into and you'll meet will will know who you are before you have even, even gotten there. And yeah. while you are playing there, they're going to be hanging on it. So don't be surprised if you see somebody in there with that number 12 jersey on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So you're going to, you know, it's going to be different there. Like what what's different in the European game as far as how many games you guys play compared to college, what the practice schedule looks like? Because you talked about, you know, some of the advice is keep yourself busy, find things to do, right? Mm-hmm. You're not looking for things to do when you're in college. You're busy enough with everything you're doing. But the European game in, in Israel is going to be a little bit different, isn't it? Well, it's, it's, it's the professional game. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's, when you become a pro, you know, you – aren't whether it's in the nba or whether it's in europe you're not in the gym uh, with your team uh, more than a couple of hours mm-hmm. you know Laurent and Laurent and i had a conversation about this my my first year when i went over and the guys were telling me when practice is really hard but see i was coming from spain where we practice two sometimes three times a day and then i went to israel where they practice once and yeah. so when we finished practice i'm like I thought you said this was hard, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you, you're you right. And that's why I told me, you know, this is where it comes down to being focused and maintaining. Great thing is he's going to be taking classes um, to finish up his master's. 
So that'll that'll give him a break, and and then if he's in, you know, doing some community service things, that'll help him. And then being in the gym, because I tell you right now, his coach is gonna love him if he says, "Well, yeah, I want to get in the gym." They gonna be like, "Okay, yeah, yeah," <laughs> <laughs> because that, that that doesn't happen, you know. Guys want to, and this goes back to me telling him to stay focused. The nightlife over there is is sick. So they if they if they know he's in there and he's not out there. They're they're going to feel pretty good about it, ain't that right, LB? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Laron, what else? We and we talked a little bit about this last uh, week. What I mean, what else are you looking forward to going over there? I mean, this is an opportunity. This is a, such a great opportunity to go see the world. Oh yeah, I'm excited just to see another part of the world because when when we were in Europe, I. I just love the the vibe that that they have over there. It's just it's different. It's a different feeling from being in America. So mm-hmm. I'm excited just to be in a, a new place. And it's the Tel Aviv is close. It's a beach there. All vacations me and my fiance take, we love going to beaches. So one, one, of, the, <laughs> one of the best beaches, bro. <laughs> one of the best. <laughs> but man, I'm real excited about. Seeing Tel Aviv and seeing the cities, man, and I got to get to Jerusalem. Um, I got to. That's the Holy Land, man. I got to take a trip there. So I'm excited just to see everything, seeing places outside of America. So did did you ever think, um, and I'm going to get a little deep on you here. Got a kid coming out of Memphis. Did you ever think that this would be where you end up today? And, and talk just a little bit about, you know, what it means to you. Like you, when you're a kid, you obviously dream of this stuff. But when I signed the contract, it just felt so, so surreal. I'm like, man, I'm I'm really, really doing this now. And being able to be in Israel, it, which it sounds like to be a wonderful place, man, I'm just so thankful. I thank God every day. I've been praying so much just thanking God for this opportunity and it's growing up, you know, you work hard, you stay in the gym, you think about this type of stuff, but you don't, you think about it, but then at the same time, you're like, man, this might not happen. You know, you don't know if it's going to happen for real because it's a very small percentage of the college players who actually do play professional basketball. Mm -hmm. So that man, it's just an unreal feeling and, that's why I'm just so excited. Like people ask me, am I nervous, scared? Like obviously I am, but I'm just excited to be going to play professional basketball. As soon as I signed my contract, I changed my um, Instagram bio to professional basketball. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Love it. That's awesome. How, how did that feel? How did that feel to you? Really, like, man. I was man. just high, like, I, I was. Me and my uh, me and my best friend, Devell Roby, he went to University of St. Louis. We grew up together. We did everything together growing up. Then we seeing everybody posting they um, pictures of them going here, going there. Man, it's getting to mid August. We like, man, I can't wait to post my. <laughs> <laughs> A little more fun than accountant or uh, oh yeah, <laughs> journalist. <laughs> as soon as I. As soon as I signed mine, man, I changed that bio call. I called DeVale, man, and we was just hyped, man, excited. He he signed to go play in the Czech Republic. So, man, it's just a, a great feeling to know that 
growing up where we did and seeing ourselves be able to make it here is, is just crazy. How'd you, how'd your people back home, how'd your family feel about it? Cause you know, everybody has this idea of Israel, you know, what they think it is. Was your family excited about you? Were they nervous for you? What, what were their, their reactions? Well, my grandma, man, me and my grandma, we real close in Memphis. She in Memphis. Um, she, when I was growing up, I would read the Bible to her every night. So my granny was hyped when I told her I was going to Israel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my baby going to the Holy Land. She, as soon as I told her, she pulled out the Bible and started reading me scriptures from uh, parts in Jerusalem. And I'm like, yeah, granny, so... My family was excited because they, I mean, they didn't, they know I'm be protected. I, um, my granny said I'm protected by the Lord. I ain't, well, she, they wasn't worried about that. They was, they was all just as excited as I was once I told them. Good. Well, you know what? It sounds like you come from a, a very spiritual family. Uh, one of the, and my mom just came back and she took a, uh, took a bus trip, a bus tour where, where they did a lot of the, um, showed a lot of the the, the religious, um, I, I guess, where Jesus walked, where he passed, you know, where he died. You know, there's just so many tours. You might have to get, you know, I don't know if grandma, see, your grandma may be like mine was. My grandma was like, I'm not getting on no plane. <laughs> but you might be able to get, once you get dad and them over there, you know, to really be able to take one of those tours. I mean, they're, they're great tours. Um, and they, I mean, they go from Jerusalem all the way up north to the Sea of Galilee. I mean, they they have some great tours. So maybe that could be something, you know, when you got one of those days off and you're like, okay, what the heck am I going to do today? That might be something that's good for you. Oh, yeah, we definitely, we definitely going to have to do that. And yeah, I'm, I'm I'm pushing Granny. I'm trying to get her there. She's the same way. She don't, <laughs> she don't know about no 13-hour flight. <laughs> I know that feeling, baby. Well, I, and I, I want to ask you too. So, this is uh, what do you have to pack to get ready to go over there? You mentioned the 13 hour flight. And, you know, for those of us that leave college, we have to pack our entire lives and everything up. And, <laughs> you know, how, uh, what about you? What do you got to pack? What do you got to do to prepare? Man, I'm packing. I'm trying to bring. I was trying to bring a bunch of my tennis shoes, but it's just not going to work. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not going to work. They gave us so many shoes in college. Man, Shoe game is work. going downhill. I, I already hear. Well, well, I can tell you right now, the the, the the teams don't hook you up like that. Yeah. <laughs> so make sure you, you keep them shoes. And like, um, Dad, I need you to ship them shoes on over here. So you, you might need them bad boys. <laughs> but you know, it's not like you're shipping furniture or anything True. like that. You've, you're, you, they're going to take care of you when you get there. Yeah, I'm just all I'm bringing is clothes, shoes. I got to make sure I got my contacts. Um, <laughs> Toothbrush. <laughs> <laughs> You're like packing right, for a weekend you. trip. <laughs> well, you know, the great thing about it is <clears throat> you won't have to call home for your prescription. You'll be able to take it and fill it over there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, no, but the team can really provide you with everything. I mean, house, mm-hmm. car, furniture, you, you know, it's really food that you have to take care of. And the great thing nowadays is, you don't even like when I went over, you know, you had to arm, you had to pay for your phone bill. So you had, you know, my phone bill was like an arm and a leg sometimes. You had a, you had a phone card, right? Um, huh? 
Did you no. Have a phone card? No. <laughs> phone card. Hey, you got to remember, man. I went over there way back in 94. There were no phone cards. <laughs> long distance card, the old right. sprint card. I, I thought that's no, what you sure. I guess you Yeah, you had long distance on the radio. Yeah, but the phone. great okay. thing about it now, he can do what we're doing now with his yeah. family at home and it don't cost him nothing. Yeah. So yeah. it's great. I mean, so I'm expecting to hear a lot about what's going on. Well, my wife reads the newspaper to, to me, so I don't know what's going on anyway. <laughs> but I expect some of these FaceTimes, you know, hey, Big D, this is what's happening, baby. I just scored 35 and got 15 rebounds. <laughs> give, give, you, give you high hopes. There you go. Shoot for high things. Alex, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we were talking about, you were talking about your grandmother. I know your mom was a big influence, too, in basketball because she, she coached, too, didn't she? I know she played. I mean, how, yeah, ex- yes. how excited is she about this? Oh, she she was hype, man. She was she was there the whole summer, man. Just every time my agent t- brought me something, she was okay. Where is it at? Where is that? Tell me this. Tell me that. <laughs> so she was there the whole time. She been excited the whole time. She she happy for me because yeah, growing up she put the basketball in my hand. Um, I started playing when I was four years old. She coached. Uh, so I was, when I was in Omaha, Nebraska, I was there till I was 10. She coached, and I was in the gym with her all day, every day while she was coaching. And then when we moved to Memphis, she coached, and she played um, high school ball. Had a chance to play college, but it didn't work out. So she says she got a little bit of game. So. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, she, she excited, man. She happy for me, and um, – she she real excited to get out there and visit. She already looking at flights, want to come see some games. Good, yeah. and that, that's a blessing, bro. That's that's big time. They may actually, you know, basketball, women's basketball over there is pretty big. Don't be surprised if you start talking to coach and they be trying to get your mom to to run some camps or something. Don't be shocked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she'll do it. She missed the game. She ain't she ain't coaching no more. She'll definitely, she'll definitely do it. <laughs> so, big fella, I know we know you. You gotta finish packing. You, you got, yeah. <laughs> you got to get ready for that flight. You leaving tomorrow evening, right? Tomorrow, eight p.m. Oh, okay. So, oh, that's a nice night flight. You get to go to sleep, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you go to sleep, wake up, you there. <laughs> yeah. So, when folks listen to this, he will already be there. You already be. Many practices in and ready to go and acclimated to life over there, I'm sure. I think he's already done packing, it sounds like. I don't think he's he's going to go hang out now for a while. No, I'm not done packing. <laughs> <laughs> toothbrush, uh, toothpaste, I, couple shoes. I've barely started packing. I got a lot left to do. Laurent, <laughs> I, I, I'm so happy for you. I know Dion is. He's gotten to know yes. you over your your four years at U of I. But it was really, really fun to, to talk to you. And again, last week getting to get in the chat, and I, I can't help but root for you. This is going to be really cool, and I'm excited to see what the next steps are going to be for you. So am I. Well, we're going to get I'm, you back I'm on keep, here. I'm gonna keep walking. Up. I'm gonna keep working on my uh, golf stroke, man. Cause <laughs> You the best coach. You the best coach I got in, in golf right now. It's because I'm the only coach you got in golf right now. Don't, don't, don't get out of the gym to go learn golf. Don't do that. Don't do that. You can go play the senior tour. Go do that after you're done with hoops, Ex- man. Exactly. Get yourself a nice long career in basketball. Awesome. Hey, thanks, Laurent, for jumping on the fadeaway with us. Again, can't wait to watch your career and watch you guys, what you, what you do over there. Uh, a couple housekeeping again. Big thanks to Chris 
Chris Hartwig, the big kahuna at Painless Networking and the Painless Podcast Network. Uh, you need to get connected with them on social media or at painless.network. And uh, our social media, of course, The Fadeaway with Deion Thomas and Eric Schmidt. Yes, sir. Check us out. I don't know how you're listening to us. If you just got a link, please subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, wherever you're listening to us. And again, for Dion, I'm Eric Schmidt. And for Leron Black, who is about to head off on his first career job, good luck to you. We're going to meet you down low on the next Fadeaway. Shalom.